0: Okay. Hey, um, hi. My name is Chris Reynolds, and I'm uh, I work at this company called Event Espresso, which you probably know about. This is our first ever uh, Google Plus Hangout, and we're gonna go. We're gonna all shift uncomfortably because we don't really know what to talk about. Um, we <laughs> thought, but we thought it would be a cool way to to. I don't know. Get people's feedback and uh, talk about some stuff that's going on with with uh, the plugin and around WordPress and other things. And um, we are open to we're live, so you know if you're watching right now, then that makes one of you. Um, And you can send us comments or questions or whatever through uh, Twitter if you use the hashtag #EventsEspresso, or you can join our IRC channel on FreeNode, which is Event Espresso support. Um, if you're on this page, which you should be, which is eventespresso.com/chat, you can join IRC just on that page. Um, so to start, I think we're going to go around and and um, just just the three of us hanging out today. Um, we're just going to introduce ourselves and what we do, and uh, then talk about some some stuff. So uh, I already introduced myself. I do stuff. Uh, Seth is is the head honcho, so we'll let him go next.
1: <laughs> My name is Seth Schultz, I'm the co-founder of Ben Espresso. Um, I pretty much do everything that Chris doesn't do. Whatever he doesn't have time to do, I, I pick up or vice versa. Sometimes Chris will, you know, take over for me and and whatnot. So, Jonathan, you want to talk about yourself?
2: Hi. I'm Jonathan Wilson. I'm one of the newest members of the team, but uh, I'm excited to be a part of Event Espresso. And you'll find me if you uh, have sales questions or uh, ac- account questions, issues with your accounts. Um, and also, I like to hang out in the forums at times when uh, I'm not helping customers with their accounts. So um, that's me, and I'm glad to be here.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. So uh, what are we going to talk about first, Chris? Um, well, I, I know that probably the thing that everybody is waiting for, we've been talking about it for, for two years. <laughs> not two years, but we've been talking about it, we've been talking about it for the last year, um, is Event Espresso 3.2. Um, that's probably the one thing that people are most uh, interested in seeing um, what we're doing. So I thought we could um, maybe look at some, some screenshots of the admin screens and, and talk about some of the things that are going to be different in Event Espresso 3.2. Um, get people who haven't tried out the the alpha that we released on the website a, a taste of, of what what's in store talk about cool. that a little bit
1: cool you want to you, do you want to do the screen share Chris you, you screen um, screen share sure well. absolutely this is the first time I think I've seen some of these latest screenshots anyways so um, these guys have been working hard Brent and and Darren, we've added uh, two of our core developers, have added tabs and, and things like that to the new system. Um, actually, Chris, I have, I have the screens up here. I
0: have one of the screens up here if you want
1: me to go ahead and share that.
0: Um, yeah, go for it. I'm moving them to another window so you can start talking. Okay. Let's see here. So it looks like
1: uh, we have here this is the messages overview. And we have some. Uh, we're going to have uh, three new tabs. Some some tabs added to this page. Uh, this is basically the. We'll we'll replace the email manager that's in the current version of of Venicepresso three point one, and um, basically you, you can create uh, templates for your for your communications for your emails. Um, so right here, you know, you you start off the global global template and uh, you yeah, know we can we can you know give it we can have a the context of the uh, of the content so if this is a, an admin email or an email that's going out to a particular attendee such as the primary attendee or just all attendees we can have a template for each different type of type of message um, I and I believe these. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. should um, have Darren. It'd be nice to if we we should have brought Darren in here. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you can add your own new context types of emails. Is that correct? I think,
0: I think so. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, we'll we'll get Darren on one of these um, soon enough, yeah. and we can talk about it when when it's a little bit more fleshed out, and we have more than just some screenshots, and we can actually go through the process. But. But yeah, no. I think that you can add whatever type of messaging type you want.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool. So, you know, based on like I said, based on what you know, what type of uh, email you're you're trying to send out, you can you know, there's you can set it up and have a special email for that for that certain message. I, a big part, a big problem right now. Or not not necessarily a big problem, but uh, one of the problems right now is we have. There's no way to customize the admin emails you know the, the emails that are sent out when somebody when, a, when an attendee registers for an event um, there's no way to customize that email to say hey I want to have this uh, attendees information things like that so here's here's what the, the message or the email template will look like so you can have the attendee you can, you can have the uh, placeholders like like attendee email. Or we can have, like, the admin email um, in here, things like that. And then the custom message for the, say, the, the admin email or the, the primary attendee email. So if they're registering for multiple events or multiple, you know, or group registrations, you yeah, know, you might want an email that just go out to that to that primary uh, registrant that's, that's taking care of payments and all that stuff. So we can easily, looks like we can easily... Uh, create a custom email and use, using these placeholders, current, kind of like we currently have in the, in the
0: current system. Um, what's, what's really exciting, I think, um, that we talked about, too, is um, with this new messaging system, we can add different um, types of messengers beyond just email. So mm-hmm. in the future, we could do things like uh, send out a text message when somebody registers, or um, send out a tweet or some other sort of, um, some sort of other messenger other than just email. Um, and it will be, and you know, using hooks and filters and things. Other developers can also add to that and and add their own messengers. So that's going to be pretty cool too when we finally start start getting into that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's going to be going to be a pretty pretty nice feature, um, to have for 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 Um Let's see what else do we have here. Sorry, I just turned off the screen share, but um, bring it back up. This is the first time we're seeing some of these screenshots, so give me just a second. There we go. So, this what is this one?
0: I wonder. Chris, is this the? That's um, that's where you activate uh, different um, all oh, the different, different types message types. types. Yeah. So right there, we're activating a, a payment message. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. Let's see what's this one here. Oh, this is the is the selecting the the messaging the messages. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. That's pretty cool. So... I want to <laughs> click the button. <laughs> yeah, placeholder tab. I like how he's, he's kind of done the, uh, the... What do they call this? When they, they put the buttons in the sentences? <laughs> this event will use the custom templates for blah, blah, blah. That's kind of cool. So
0: anyways, that's what we have so far. I mean, screenshot wise, I can share. Yeah, some Brent Brent sent over some too. Oh okay. Which I thought were pretty cool. So I'll go ahead and share mine. Some of these might be a little bit older. Alright, here we go. Can
1: you zoom in a little bit, Chris?
0: I will. Okay. Alright, oh, so yeah. uh, the pricing editor. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Um, I think it's cool because, um, he's got, uh, we've got calendar controlled pricing. Mm-hmm. So, um, up to a certain date, you can do this, this price level. And then up to another date or between these two dates, you can do, uh, another price level for the early bird. And then you have regular pricing starts on November 1st. And so you can, you can time different promotions or different discounts. Um, and there's also, you can see at the bottom, the, um, it's got a surcharge added into the pricing, and so the surcharge, you know, we're going to be handling surcharges a little bit different with with 3.2 also. So, um, and also you can sort of get a, a little peek at, at these new icons that are, um, that are, kind of cleaner and, and and nice looking, better than what we got. What happened
2: to the board. what happened to
1: that stormtrooper icon that Brent had in there for a little oh, while? Oh, sh- shh!
0: Not supposed <laughs> to tell people about that. What's up? That? that we're not supposed to tell people about. Oh, that. Oh, we're not. Oh, that's okay. that's for that's for cloning. Oh yeah, I just gave away. But 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to. We're we might we might have an Easter egg, a special a special deploy the clones um, feature in in three point two. That that will be a hidden feature for people that, to take <laughs> up. Um, but we need to come up with all the icons first, I think. Yeah, sorry, Brent.
1: Well, I, I had another <laughs> screen here open, and I I seen it, and then I don't know where it went. So I was like, I didn't see it on yours either. It must be in
0: the oh, it's, I don't know
1: where.
0: Yeah, well, it's because it's it's because it's it's on the um when you're you're cloning either uh, an event time or an event price or, or something. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, that's on the events overview, right? Yeah, maybe. So this is um, this is the uh, transactions um, or will be um, take the place of the of the transactions. You can see what, what's happened. Um, you can see a full history of the transactions um, for uh, for a single registration, um, which is kind of cool. Because if there's something, if if somebody paid and then they, 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 uh, the payment got declined and then they paid again. Or they try it again with a different credit card, you can see that you'll be able to see that whole history.
1: Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's very exciting. I, I see that um, can you go back to that? Uh, I see that? I might be able to. Down below, um it looked like there was was there other attendees in that? Yes. Yeah.
0: Two other attendees registered. Oh, that's cool.
2: I think one thing to, to point out is, and it's kind of obvious looking at the screenshots, is that 3.2 is more clean, less cluttered, and easy to navigate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're using a lot of the WordPress styles. I mean, not that we really didn't use um, the WordPress styles um, as it is, but we're using more uh, of you know, what we're given, we're using tabs and, and other um, built-in WordPress um, stuff.
1: Yeah, my uh, like the menu too, we've changed the men we've changed the menu quite a bit in three point two or the left. Yeah, hand and one. we've
0: added we've added our own top menu too from right next to the, the new drop down. We've got our event espresso and that's gonna take you to various like new events and other things that that you'd most commonly want to go to.
1: Yeah. I think that's gonna make Make it a lot easier for people, as far as you know, clicking. uh, You know, as far as clicks go, to to try to create a new event. You know, in the past with 3.2, you have to, you know, click at least three times just to get to the event. You know, you go to the event overview and then add new event and stuff like that. You know, so it's this. You can go right. You know, just hover over the top menu and go right to creating the new event. Or even uh, eventually, we may even you know I, it looks like we do have a, you know you can go right to the registrations overview or the events overview. So from that top menu, you can you can add new you can add a new event or you can go right to the registrations and see like today's registrations and this month's registrations. and those
0: types of things, too. Yeah, and speaking of, this is what the registrations page looks like. So this is sort of like uh, the attendees page, except we're not talking about just attendees. We're talking about the actual registrations, and so we're making a distinction in 3.2 between an attendee, which is a person, and a registration, which is their actual ticket, Um, because you might have attendees that, that visit that go to a bunch of your events, and so you can act. We'll have a, a page where you can look at attendees also, and then you'll be able to see all the events that that attendee has gone to. Um, but registrations are a different thing, and so they get a separate page. And these two things will be um, split up in, in 3.2. So this is a list of uh, this is what the registrations page is going to look at. So you have all of the different registrations.
1: Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty sweet feature.
0: And if you wanted or needed to apply a payment directly to like to, to do, you know, a back-end admin, you know, you took payment through some other means, wasn't done through the website, you can, this is what the payment uh, page is going to look like, or to apply a payment to a, to a registration um, to say that somebody paid, and you can drop down down what type of uh, payment and what the, um, just, you know, the response from the gateway so that it, it shows up as a, as a process transaction. That's pretty. That
2: one,
0: and this is just more on that same thing. This is where it's sort of more filled out, and then this is the transactions page. So you can see all the transactions, which is also different than registrations, because these are this is the the payments that came in and whether they uh, were complete or failed or didn't come through or or whatever. Um, so again, we're we're splitting things up into more discrete uh, categories, I guess, um, because an attendee is not a payment, and a payment is not a necessarily a registration, and, and these things are, are sort of different. So yeah, that's what's going on with three point two. Uh, what's a little gun icon over there? <laughs> that was going to be my <laughs> question. Uh, I think that that was another Easter egg. Um, if you click on that, I think that that's the, <laughs> I think that that's the. Um, I remember. I remember clicking on it. It's. It's the. It takes you to a page that says uh, that's like uh, you. You must up pay ya or something. Um, oh yeah, it's like the Malaysia. The um, it's the and, payment reminder. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's funny. A little,
0: little bit of humor. Really. Um, yeah. <laughs> that'll be changed in the in the final. Yeah, obviously.
1: that'll. <laughs> I hope so. Make sure, make sure And works. anyway,
0: when we do that, when we do the, the Star Wars version, it'll be a, it'll have to be turned into a blaster.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks for the thanks for the screenshots, guys. That was cool. Still, uh, when I tried to install it recently, I still get quite a few errors. So still got a little bit of work to do, but it looks like it's coming along pretty well. You know, our customers are pretty excited about it. We're excited about it. It's going to make things a lot easier to 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 manage in the future. You know, as far as you know, code. It's going to make things easier to manage as far as the code wise. You know, coding coding goes and adding new features, as well as uh, managing attendees and events.
0: It's going to make things and also opening it up to new development too to to third party developers and yeah, the people who want to add their own hooks and 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 change yeah. the way things work. Um, well, yeah. you you talk to the you talk to the dev team more than I do, Seth. So any any idea? We talked about uh, you know trying to get another another alpha or beta out there in the next couple months. What what do you?
1: Yeah, um, I I mean we keep we keep saying you know one or two months, but you know with the you know we, we keep, you know with, with some of the some of the issues we keep running into with the current system, um, you know we keep getting pushed back. You know, so we're we're trying to maintain these two different systems and and uh, you know three point trying to make trying to keep people happy with three point one and make sure it's running efficiently as possible. Um, but you know, it's it's just coming to where we have so much code and so much legacy code and trying to battle through all that stuff. It's it just it's really hard on the developers. You know, so um, the, the guys are just the guys are making progress where they can. You know, so I'm hoping we're hoping in the next couple months we can have maybe 30 to 45 days we can have something another beta ready to go. They've been spending a lot more time on it. I know, you know, Brent had to take Brent took what two months off to to clean up Event Espresso, you know, uh, 3.1. Yep. Um, and get that working, you know, more you more efficiently for you know, for now. Um, so that really put a that really put a stranglehold on things and set things back and so you know, but I don't know. We're, we're going to play it by ear. Uh, Darren's making some good progress on the on the messaging system, as you guys can see, and then the the pricing system. I think uh, Brent's still working on that. The registration system seems to be working pretty well. Uh, Brent just finished uh, converting over the changes that were made in, in the three point one. Gateways. Um, so you know that new that new uh, the new modifications made to the gateways to work with uh, 3.1, 3.2, and then Michael, uh, our late, our newest developer, Michael, he's uh, going to be working on the uh, on making the gateways more work more efficient more efficiently as well, and making it easier for third party developers to to create their own gateways stuff. So eventually I think we're planning on moving the gateways out of Nespresso probably in what did, I think we what did we discuss? Like three point three or three point four, something like that, I think. Um, and make so so we're not shipping a bunch of extra code that the people will need. So we're gonna we're gonna separate the gateways and maybe put the put the gateways in, in their own GitHub uh, re- repo maybe. Um there's there's all kinds of possibilities we can do there either put put the gateways in a, in a in a github repo or we sell we sell the gateways individually say for you know a small fee you know and then lower the price of the the core plugin something like that well it's all in discussion right now but those are kind of some of the things that are that are holding us up right now is you know the gateways the messaging system and the in the pricing structure right now. The registration system, I think I said, works pretty. Seems to work pretty well. The the new template system that that Brent's made is mostly all HTML, so there's there's a lot less to configure um, as far as that goes. So that's that's
0: pretty that's pretty exciting. So other than that, um, that that leads uh, that leads nicely into the the sort of next thing I was going to talk about, which is. Um, I, was, we, I posted on the blog last week, too, about um, the the new the changes coming in, in 3.1.30 for Event Espresso with the language files. Um, I don't know how many people know this or pay much attention to the, the size of Event Espresso, but Event Espresso keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And part of that is, is because we keep adding stuff. Um, and a, lot, a large part of, of the size of Event Espresso comes from the, the PDF generator that we're using for the tickets. Um, but also um, a large part is from the language files, and the more contributions from, from translators we get um, in the language files, uh, the bigger, obviously, those files get. And, and we've, we've got over 20 um, language files now. I think it's like 26 different language files. Not all of them are complete. You um, I mean, 26 different languages, right? Yeah, right. But 26 different language files. Because each, each, um, file, each language has two files. Right, what? right. A, a .mo and a .po. Um, so what we're doing now, uh, what we'll be doing in the next version and, th- and this sort of and maybe we could do something like this in, um, in the gateways for 3.2. I mean um, talking about like putting it up on GitHub, um, is that we've got a new uh, GitHub repository. Um, let me pull it down here. Uh, we've got a GitHub repository for, uh, for languages. Um, and um, what, what this is doing, Something went wrong. Um, what we so I've got all the languages here in the main in the main branch for the uh, for the GitHub languages repository, and each language has its own branch. Um, so here's the Catalan language, and it's just the files that that uh, associate with that. Um, And the way that we're going to be handling it in in Event Espresso now is, if you're using this, if you have this language defined in your um, WP config file, is it will dynamically pull, it will fetch just this language language file and put it into your Event Espresso installation. Um, So it's not going to be, you're not going to be installing the big, all 26 languages. Um, You're just, you're going to install it, you're going to activate it, and it's going to dynamically pull the language that applies to you. Uh, into your Event Espresso installation. Um, additionally, um, you'll be able to uh, <coughs> upload any custom language files to the uploads folder in the new um, Espresso/slash languages directory. Um, and that way, if you've made changes, say you, you wanted to change the language on uh, just the, the the wording on like you know attendees, you wanted to change that to guests or something, um, you can edit the the language file. Um, and then upload it to your uploads folder, and that way, when there are, you know, when you install a new version of Event Espresso or you update Event Espresso, you're not going to lose those changes. They're going to be state; they're going to stay in your uh, in your uploads folder. Um, so that's going to give people. That's something that I've been wanting to, to do for a really, really long time. And I think that this new system of of pulling uh, the language files directly off this GitHub repo is going to be um, going to be really cool and and, and make everything <coughs> a lot a lot faster. It's it's actually reduced uh, the size of the Event Espresso. Compressed plugin almost by half. It went from over five megabytes um, to under um, to like 3.2 or something. Um, it was actually close to six megabytes. So it was like 5.7. So what that means is that there are some there are some servers or some web hosts that have a, a cap. Of like five megabytes for your upload size, you can't upload a file more than five megabytes. Um, and if you are on one of those hosts and you tried to install Event Espresso, you would get a you know this this exceeds we can't upload this file. This exceeds the the maximum file size. Um, so that means uh, that now that we've re- we've pulled all these language files out and we've reduced the the file size, it's now a much smaller um, zip file, and it's going to eliminate all those problems that that we were that we were having. Um, that were, you know, that were like that um, in terms of uh, file size and script timeout and other things on, on slower and slower servers and, and shared hosts and things like that.
1: Yeah, that's that's very exciting. I think that's going to be, I think that'll cut down a few support requests uh, a week <laughs> with people having problems uploading and stuff like that. And it's just going to save on some bandwidth, too, I think, as well. Um, you know, we we use... The bandwidth is not really a problem because we use Amazon anyways, and it's like, you know, all we spend like maybe three dollars a month to host our files and all of our images on the website, and, and all of the the downloads, you know, of Event espresso are all hosted on there. So, but uh, I think you know, just having smaller smaller file sizes will make things so much easier on our customers. It's gonna be it's gonna be sweet.
0: So, um, another thing that we've been working on, um, I know Seth and, and Michael have been have been pretty active in, in testing and, and playing with this this new feature that's going to be coming um, with three point two is the the new API. Um, oh yes. And Seth, you were showing us uh, last week. Um, you made a use the the full calendar. Um, that was on a completely non-Event Espresso site and was pulling in um, Event Espresso events from a, a separate Event Espresso installation. Basically, what this this new API is going to enable us to do, or enable our customers to do, is is um, you know it'll it's just going to be a regular what is it JSON or XML or both um, API system so that you can if you're, you maybe have a website on Blogger and you want to post um, your Event Espresso events or you want to have an event calendar. On a completely different platform, you can feed that stuff from your your WordPress event Espresso event installation, and you can pull that stuff dynamically in, into these other things, these other places. You want to show that that calendar thing that you set up?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me screen share real quick. Um, let's see here. Where's that at? Uh, okay. Yeah. Let me. Uh, I'm going to focus it on my screen now. Um, for a while, remind me to take this off my screen because I had your face selected for a while while I was talking. So using a <laughs> cameraman <band> add-on. <laughs> uh, what I have here is just give you a quick, a really quick overview of what you're going to retrieve, what's going to be seen from the, from the API, so you can get an idea of what's going on. Um, we have a new plugin that we're coming out um, with, and it's the Espresso JSON API. Plugin and basically, you basically the the plugin produces a URL like you see here, um, using a hashtag. Um, you know this is this is the website right here. So this is our sandbox dev two you know, espresso API, and this is a uh, this is I think this is the session key here. So this is automatically generated. So when you when you first come to the site, you'll either get a get a public version of the API, or um, you'll have to create a session, basically log in um, via the API, and uh, get a session key, and then you use that session key to retrieve to to retrieve a JSON array of events or an XML array of events um, that looks something like this. So as you can see here, uh, this is just the status message. Uh, this is this is an, a JSON coded array, okay? So it, it comes with you know it's already out, outputs with the brackets, the curly braces, and then the, the square brackets and stuff like that. And so what you get back is the you get a status and a status code, then you get your body, um, and then this this is a this is each one of these is is a is a, is a key in the array. So this is a key uh, this is a key the status code and then Body is a key, then your events. You have a, this is another key, and then for uh, for the events, you have this value of of all the event data, such as like the event ID, the event uh, code, the name of the event, um, whether it's there's uh, a the description, the status, you know, all this all this data, the pricing, and and all that stuff. We can even we can even do attendees and and. And stuff like that as well, so you you, you get this string of of, of uh, data back from from this uh, from this URL here, and basically this is all all the events. So what I've done is I've taken the full calendar that we use in our in our uh, you know that we that we sell with our we don't sell it but we sell support for it for the uh, the full calendar. What's I can't remember his name, uh, the guy's name. Do you remember his name, Chris? Uh,
0: I can find out in a second. Give
1: him credit. Yeah. He uh, we use his calendar in uh, in our plugin. We we basically support the calendar. AR so, Yeah, AR that's right. If you
0: go Sorry. to slash Pro calendar, you get his his calendar.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, this is the standalone version of the calendar. So we have a we have a plug-in version that we, that we offer support for when you purchase a, when you purchase a support license for VeneSpresso. and basically that's it's a modified version of his calendar that uh, that um, that displays events from that, that you've created in VeneSpresso. But it's very it's very uh, how how would I put it? It's very ingrained or the all the code is 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 in that plugin. So so you have to have Venespresso installed for that calendar to run, basically, and, and for the events to appear. Well, what I've done here is using the API, you don't have to have an installation of Venespresso. This is the standalone calendar. This is, just for an example, this is the standalone calendar of uh, the, the standalone full calendar that AR, AR Shaw created using um, using the event pulling events from
0: the from the event espresso API so right because he his his calendar just it just at, looks for a, a JSON array of, of events to, to populate the calendar so um, so we already so with this new API we have you know the calendar to populate um, the or the events the data the JSON array to, to populate the calendar
1: hmm yeah so um, basically so I was trying to flip back and forth here. I, I think I may have changed it, but um, one of these calendars that I have here is actually pulling events from two different from two different uh, sources of um, websites. I'm not sure if I, I brought the, this one up here, um, but these these events these are these are two different websites. This is a live website right here. This is our sandbox again. Um, this is our live website, and this is my local website. It's actually pulling in events from um, from our Dev Two test website. So, as you can see here, this is this is on my this is the local install. And when I click one of the events, it actually takes me to the live sandbox website for this for this event. So I can see the events that are that are in here. And if I go back on this. So the calendar, I see the same events.
0: So you can put this calendar on any website, and it will link back to the site hosting Event Espresso. Um, yeah. You don't need WordPress. You don't need. You don't need anything. You could just put this calendar somewhere and pull in the 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 data from the from our API, and then you'll you know you can create an event calendar on any website anywhere. Um, yeah. Using using our API, and this I mean, and this is just one example of, of something that could be done with, with our API. Um, you know, we're 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 going to be doing a lot of different things. We're going to be expanding the, the I, iPad, and uh, we're going to be doing an iPad app. We're going to be expanding the iPhone and, and mobile app, um, and you know, this this opens the doorway to, to a whole bunch of another a whole bunch of you know new applications doing stuff maybe on on Facebook and and other you know sort of more third party type uh, platforms. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, here, let me show you uh, another screen share here for you. Um, show you. I'm going to show you what the code actually looks like for this. Um, let me bring it up here. I can show you the code that uh, that this calendar uses. So this is the basic code um, that I'm using for that uh, for my local calendar. Can you, can you guys see this here? I see a big um, blank screen, Seth. Hold on a minute. Yeah, what's going on? Sorry guys. Let me try sharing the screen again. It looks like it didn't take for some reason. There we go. We I mean, the wrong tab. So what I'm doing here is I, I have the, uh, I have two events. Or I have two, two files that are actually pulling in the events. Um, and so... If we look at JSON events one, this is the entire code that is supplying the events for, from, the, from the API. So, right here we have this is the URL. So, this is, I mean, I'm pulling public events or public event data from this URL that, where this API is installed. And then I just run a forward each loop and echo, echo another JSON array. Um, that, out, that, that actually creates the events and outputs the event data to the calendar. Uh, just by using, we use file get contents, get the URL, and then we use, then we decode the JSON array using uh, built-in, you know, using existing PHP function uh, JSON decode, and then that basically creates an array that we can create a use create a for each loop and uh, you know, echo out the the event de- details. So hopefully that all makes sense. <laughs> I stopped listening a while ago. I didn't even have my screen shared, did I? Let's nope. See. Sorry stopped about that. Oh, now it makes more sense. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> i Still still recovering from uh from this terrible cold I had over the weekend. Anyways, let me uh, let me go back over this. Here's the URL. Uh, Simple URL. This is this is the URL that's where the API is installed, Um, and it's just pulling public events using the with uh, it's pulling events that are greater than the current date, and then we use uh, file get contents to to part to parse the URL and then um, JSON decode uh, you know decodes the JSON array and then outputs you know Allows us to output the uh, the data using a for each loop down here. So as you can see, there's there's like 24 lines of code mm. to make up uh, you know, to pull the events. Whereas in the current version of, of Ven Espresso, we have you know what is there like hundreds of lines of code to make up you know, a plugin, you know, just to to make events appear. So.
0: Yeah, well, and, and you can. I mean, if you're if you're just if you're just worrying about the um, just displaying the calendar, um, you mm-hmm. can you can you have a lot more flexibility. You can um, because with with the plugin, you know, we have all these variables um, for options that are you know to display this and not display that and whatever. And if you're doing it just for your site, you're customizing it. You mm-hmm. can you know you don't need to worry about that stuff. You can make it as you know, as complex or as simple as as you want. Um, yeah. But one of the things that I saw in, um, a while ago too, which which you know we we added this featured image um, functionality, and the API will fetch that featured image. Mm-hmm. You can display an events page. I mean, you can do all sorts of stuff. With it. So that's going to be. Yeah. Um, Here's one.
1: Here's one more. Uh, I don't have the I don't have the featured images up on this one, but this is actually using the API too. Uh, this is just pulling a pulling the same events from that from that URL. That same URLs. You can see it's pulling ten results. We can also, uh, we can also, this one's using caching, so you can start a new session if, you know, if some events of, uh, you can see how, how quickly it loads here. So if some new events have been added, we can start a new session or clear the old one out. Um, and events, you know, load up pretty quickly uh, from the API. Of course, we're only pulling 10, but um, without ca- without caching, you can see that it takes a little bit. It might take a little bit of time, but it's pretty. It's still pretty fast. Uh, we've been testing on on some sites that have over a thousand events. Uh, not sorry, over a thousand, over six hundred events, and over I think a uh, thousand attendees or a
0: couple thousand
1: attendees and stuff. So
0: we're able to pull
1: the pull the data in pretty
0: quick. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna go a pretty long way. We've got. At least a few people who have been have been feeling some growing pains about about having you know hundreds of <laughs> events and thousands of attendees. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, so uh, another thing that we wanted to to do uh, at these at these hangouts is is give some examples of some people that are using uh, Event Espresso, um, some cool things done with uh, Event Espresso. And so Jonathan suggested the site that I think that we featured on the blog a while back. Um, it's the the Rainbows Hospice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, gosh, we're, so the the Rainbows Hospice. We um, bring. Should we do a screen share on that again? I've
0: got I've got it open. If you Everybody want to talk,
1: got yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the Rainbows Hospice. Uh, they came to us um, a while ago. They were they were having uh, they some difficulty with. Um, Trying to to display events um, to their members, you know, based on these these different categories, they have tons of different categories, and they also wanted to they also wanted to sell sell some T-shirts and 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 things like that. Um, that have some custom buttons, um, and so what we did, what I did was I helped them I helped them create uh, do some stuff with their with their add to cart buttons. And uh, you know get their shopping cart running and, and stuff like that get their calendar running say so they, they I think they uh, they were using they were I think they're manually adding events uh, you know you know just using a blog or I think actually they were they're were using shopping cart to to handle all their event registrations and stuff so um... Okay. I don't even think we had your screen up here, Chris. But that's fine. There <laughs> we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a—it's it pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's a pretty nice little site. They—they they help children. You know, it's a hospice for children in the UK, and they have lots of events for 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 children and their their parents and things like that. And so they needed a way. For the parents to come in and register their children and themselves for the events and, and things like that, and try to sell t-shirts. I remember some of their events um, had uh, they used our, our shopping our our espresso cart. I think it is the the espresso cart link shop uh, short code, so that they could include. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So they include uh, <clears throat> t-shirts and <coughs> coffee mugs and, and that type of thing when when registering. Was Like coughing mugs.
0: Coffee mugs. Yeah. <coughs> sorry. 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 I told you I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, hope
1: you guys don't get this uh, <laughs> this thing that's going around this virus or whatever it is. Man, it's bad. Yeah. It. Uh, it was pretty cool. It felt good to, to kind of help these guys out. Uh, you know, as usual, they're you know with, with most uh, nonprofit organizations, they're pretty low low on funds, and so we I stepped in one one weekend and helped them get up and running uh, fairly quickly. And they've just gone to town and had and it looks like they've had quite a few events since the last time I we were in there. But it's really it really feels good to help out. You know, to to see people using Event Espresso and, and uh you know to use it for good causes like this and you know it just uh just really feels good.
0: Yeah, no they they've got a nice looking site and uh getting the getting all the buttons to um, you know match with uh mm-hmm. with with their existing style. I mean it looks it it you know <coughs> I like I like going to sites where you can hardly tell it's event espresso. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. There, there is some, you know. There's obviously, you know, with any with any sort of platform, even even with just WordPress. Um, especially back in the days of, of Kubrick, you could you would go to a website and say, like, "Oh, that's that's a WordPress site because they're using the Kubrick thing. Or, you know, yeah. so it's that same sort of thing where if you leave it alone. Um, it sort of you know you get used to seeing these things, and, and so every time I see a site and, and I can't tell if it's Spence Espresso, then, um, yeah, looks good.
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah. So for the uh, for those for those button links, um, you know the shopping cart button links that we were looking at here, the uh, or the add to cart button links. What I did was, um, we I just embedded, I just showed them how, basically showed them how to embed uh, HTML, so uh, an a you know an href tag or an anchor tag um, in the uh, in the short code with uh, you know with, with the class. Basically, uh, of the mm-hmm. style they wanted to use, so it was really it was really simple, you know. And that you know, it, you know, it took me like a few minutes to, to to show them how to do this button and stuff, and it turned out really well. I was I surprised how well it turned out. It looks good. So
0: yeah, so cool. Well. Um... If there's anybody uh, on the <laughs> nets besides us watching ourselves talk, um, <laughs> then you can you can submit uh, any questions. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's a that's an Easter egg right there. If you can identify if you if you can identify uh, the the team whose chant that is, then you get a discount mm-hmm. on on event espresso. Was it a- um. Is it soccer-related? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to (laughs) say (laughs) anything. Well, of course you don't, because you cheat. So anyway, if there's anybody out there in the internet besides ourselves uh, who has questions about Event Espresso, um, we've got about 10 minutes to to talk about stuff. Um, You can submit questions on Twitter with the Event Espresso hashtag, or in our chat room. Um, which is on Freenode, and it's uh, event-espresso-support. Um, you can join right now if you're, if you're on the, the website and watching this live. Um, and otherwise, uh, how's everyone's week been? Sorry? How's everyone's week been? <laughs> <How's> every- <laughs> I, I, I guess I should expand that to uh, how has how's everyone's 2013 been.
1: <laughs> it's been pretty good, except for getting sick and stuff, but- um, oh man, it's, I'm just like, really excited. I think I think 2013 is going to be huge for Venespresso, I mean we're planning on getting 3.2 out and then this new API, the, the new API, I think we forgot to mention the new API is going to work with, with 3.1 and 3.2. So those, the, the what we've seen earlier with the calendar that's the current version of Venespresso. And then we have the, and Chris, you mentioned the, the iPad app earlier too. Uh, we have the iPad app coming out, um, which is basically going to mimic um, some aspects of well, which it'll eventually mimic some aspects of of the uh, of of the the Event Espresso admin. So we can go, you can go through and see, you, know, you can see a list of attendees, all of your events. Um, we're going to add support later on to edit events. Um, the guys right now that the developers they're working on on uh, they're working on adding support for editing attendees and adding new attendees right now uh, because we have we have the attendee listings all all down pretty well we have the we almost have the scanning features done so you'll be able to scan tickets from the iPad. Um, and then eventually, we'll, we're hoping to, to add support for payments and stuff like that. Even if it's, even if it's something, you know, even if we go like a, some kind of a simple route, you know, maybe you know, trying to you know, click a button to pay, and then it maybe takes you to to like a Square or PayPal or or Authorize.net app on the on the iPad. So that's a uh, that's. What I'm excited about for 2013 <laughs> so far. What about you guys?
0: Oh, well, we haven't heard from Jonathan. I want to hear. I want to hear from John.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it's going pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm excited about what um, about 3.2 really. Um, and just ready to get get it out there and um. Been working with it. Actually, uh, I'm kind of trying to, to catch up. I have to learn both. Um, yeah, three point yeah, one that's a tough... and three point two. But I'm getting the hang of it. Um, the guys are really helping me out. And um, sometimes I get a little nervous about asking simple questions, but uh, they're always uh, generous in helping me. So uh, I feel like I'm I'm getting up to speed, and I'm looking forward to this new year. It's a uh, it's exciting to be a part of a, a team that's growing rapidly, like we are.
1: Yep. Yeah, we're glad to have you, Jonathan. It's, it's been a major improvement. You know, as far as answering, you know, helping your help with, uh, you know, answering sales questions and stuff like that. And Garth and I have, have been so bogged down with, you know, our daily daily uh, tasks and you know things going on at home and stuff like that. You know, it's it was hard to answer, you know, all these uh, sales emails and stuff like that so it's been it's been helpful having having you on board to help with us and those
2: Looks like yeah we've got, go ahead go ahead john yeah i'm I'm glad that uh that I can do that it's it's nice to see where I can make a difference and uh I know garth is is uh has been out during the day, so it's uh it's nice to know that i'm helping relieve some of the load so <laughs> What are you gonna say, Chris? I
0: was gonna say it looks like uh, Darren is um, is sending us some prompts in the in the IRC channel um, about about Event Espresso on GitHub. And um, yes, it's it's true. Oh, yeah. We've got we, we talked about the language files on GitHub, but we also have Event Espresso the, the core plugin, both both the three point two development and three point one the current release on GitHub, um, and they're private repositories. Um, but we, we did that. Um, so that we could get, you know, developer input um, and and people potentially contributing code um, and accessing the code. So I think that we've got a process. Uh, maybe Seth can, can talk a little bit about it um, for sort of applying for access uh, to the to the repos. And then um, and then yeah, once you have access, then you can, you know, we can start looking at pull requests and, and stuff like that. And, and if nothing else, give people um, you know access to, to our code base to to get. A, to take a look at what's going on.
1: Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice for developers that, you know, wanna wanna maybe fork the code in Event Espresso or just have the latest version of code, you know, and see our our, our updates and, and and progress as far as, you know, what's where you know, what's going on, you know, b- before we release an update. You know, I think that's gonna be pretty huge. We've you know, I, I think that's I think that's the way that you know a lot of developers are growing nowadays. You know, by releasing their stuff on GitHub, is making it easier for people to you know to to you know help add features or get access to the latest latest versions if they're stable or unstable. I mean, uh, or just you know, you know, like we said mentioned earlier, forking the code or, or whatnot. You know, so. Um, Hopefully yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how that turns out. I think that'll be a I think that'll be a big help for, for the developers out there. Yeah, where is where's that page at that we where's the application to uh,
0: I don't know, but I saw an application come in.
1: Yeah, I know, There's, I mean it seems like <laughs> every time I turn around we're adding new we're adding a new page or a form to the website, it's hard to keep track of everything. Where everything's at. I think it's in the uh, do we have it in the uh, support forums maybe or the documentation? Let me link to that. Let's see. Oh, did we discuss the uh, the pre-release channel?
0: Uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Not not today anyway. Do we have a few <laughs> minutes or
1: yeah. do you want to discuss that
0: real quick or? Um sure. Uh let me I'll hop over to to uh
1: You okay, can't find the GitHub stuff right now. It's I know we just barely released the GitHub thing. We have we even I didn't even think we blog posted about it. yet. Yeah, we've been talking about it. I don't about think that we have blog post. Well hopefully
0: hopefully we'll get some of that some of that stuff up pretty soon. So um we launched this new thing. Um I've already got it active. Um but we launched this new thing. With the pre-release channel, um, and what it is is we've got a we'll have a we have a checkbox on your account page, um, if you have a Event suppressor license, and um, if you click that checkbox, it brings up a little alert saying uh, asking if you if you want to. Subscribe or join the the pre-release channel, and once you do, you get access to these pre-releases, which are um, just de- like basically the next versions of all these plugins, um, so that you can download them and test them, and they have their own update system. So if you install them on your on your live site, um, you would you know when there's a new pre-release of any of these plugins, um, you'll get an update notification, same as any other plugin. Um, and this way, you can start start working with you know the next version of Espresso if there's something that we that we added in the next version of Event Espresso, um, then then you wanted to use it right now. Um, we said, you know, we say we we fix something, we post in the forums. This is in the next. This is going to be in you know dot thirty, um, and and you wanted to get that access to that fix right away. You could um, join the pre-release channel, <coughs> activate that pre-release version of the plugin, um, and update to the, the latest revision, um, and then you have that fix, whatever that fix might be. Um, and you can. We'll also be using this to, to be testing, you know, new sort of development type stuff. Um, but this is a this is a pretty exciting thing. And we've we're we're going to do a blog post eventually about um, this new process that we're going to um, start using for uh, development. Um, where it's going to be on a, a two month cycle, um, and going from from an alpha release that, that we test internally to a beta release that we put on the pre-release channel and let, and let people start using um, to finally you know, releasing it to, to everyone. Um, we want to we use it for a while and test it and make sure that we, that we like it, but um, having, having this channel, we'll still be doing all of our internal testing, but we're going to have you know, basically a month where it's out in the public and, and people can start using the stuff you know, on, their, on their websites um, after we've done our testing. Um, and then, if there's any bugs with that, we'll, we'll fix them before we do the final release. So that when it is released the, in you know live um, for reals, uh, then then people can um, well they'll have like basically two months of testing. It's sort of it's sort of equivalent, I guess, to um, you know with with a lot of Linux uh, distributions where you have you can you can be on just the latest stable release, or you can also join the the development or the beta. Um, Repositories and get updates from from beta versions, beta updates to this plugin. So we'll be doing a sort of a similar similar type thing, where it's an opt-in, and you can update to the latest development version. And even those development versions have still been you know tested by by us internally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this will hopefully this will cut down um,
1: you know some of the some of the major bugs that have you know cropped up you know in, uh, in the last few months or whatever. Uh, you know, by by getting these pre-release or beta versions out there, um, you know, I, I we're hoping that, that people will actually get in there and, and test them and, and and try to use them and, and uh, you know catch some of these some of these major bugs before before you know before they get white too widespread like that last one that you know that cropped up with the when you edited an attendee and it updated the all the other attendees. You know, that was like it was a simple, simple little bug, you know, that caused a lot of havoc. You know, so hopefully we can get some of these things tested before before they get released out in the wild. So I think this will be a great a great tool uh, once we get it once we get it released.
0: Um, yeah, that's
1: that's pretty exciting.
0: Uh, lots, of, lots of new stuff in, in Event Espresso and, and a lot of stuff coming. And, and um, that, pretty much, that pretty much wraps up our hour. Our, um. So I hope that um, people have a chance to come back to this. If, if you didn't catch us live, um, to, to watch this on, on the website. And we're going to be putting up a page where, uh, where we'll have an archive of all the episodes. I'm also going to be um, setting up a podcast. Um so you can just be listening to this stuff. Um and uh and we'll get that stuff uh set up and posted to the blog and we hope that you join us next month um and you can help us figure out uh what we should call this thing. We've had we've had coffee talk uh, was vetoed um by Garth so, so we'll need to, we need to like coffee uh, talk. <laughs> we need to come up with something that doesn't involve uh doesn't involve coffee.
1: How about how about espresso report?
0: Espresso. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen the what is that? Um, there's some show on Disney Channel. I think it's like, creature report or something like that. <laughs> As octonauts, I don't know. They they go uh, a creature report. creature report. We can have our own. <laughs> Espresso themes.
0: <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually, I scoured Google yesterday to to see if it was possible to to do jingles or, or audio in uh, in a Google Hangout, and the only way that you can do it is by sharing YouTube videos because you don't have any sort of audio integration. So I'm hoping, hoping that someday somebody comes up with a way of, of fixing <laughs> this because that would be kind of awesome. And we can do sound effects from from different um, apps, but you can't you can't yeah. do uh, you can't do your own. I guess. Um, 'Cause it's got kind of, it, in privacy or copyright eliminate. It probably is it probably is a a, a copyright thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's too bad. Well anyways, uh, whoever whoever's watching this first uh, this first show, and we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and we and look for us next month. So take care everyone. Have a happy New here.
2: <laughs> Goodbye.